hours. I did it. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll figure that out someday. Hey, everybody. Welcome. We're live. I'm so happy to be here uh, for our first episode of Nerd Wars one-on-one. That's right. Every Tuesday night here live around 9. Sometimes my system doesn't always work. I'll get it there eventually. Uh, we will be live with my man, Jody. Jody, what's up? Hey, yo, what's good? YouTube, what's good? It's your boy, Jody Joe. I'm here. The Jody and Andy version of Nerd Wars one-on-one is underway. Consider this the season premiere baby <laughs> I love, you are fire. you are spot on we're going to be doing lots of fire uh i'm so excited to do this this is an opportunity for me to fight i never get to fight uh and so i thought if there's anybody out there who would play nerd wars who was down to fight me every week it was jody and i can't wait to take the gloves off and get involved and not just judge go, this bro, we're go, gonna do go. it but this isn't always gonna be as uh as nerd worry as typical it's gonna be a conversation you guys are gonna get involved yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna talk about stuff i'm gonna ask jody questions he's gonna ask me questions and then i got my buddy uh don here today what up don Good to be here, uh -huh. as always. So if any point uh, Jody and I disagree or I need someone else to chime in and be like, wait, am I crazy? Bias, Adon, bias, bias. He's a can help. Hey, it's bias. my channel. I'm sure you can invite one of your pals on yours. Uh, but we're also going to include you guys at home, so you guys in the comments will be able to help. Uh, so we'll whoa, go from whoa. there. So, But I'm so happy to have you, Jody. Let's let's uh, first. Wow, Brandon Bobo. Thank you for the, Bobo, uh, for the love, Bobo. Right Much love, as always, from the subs over at Jody's Corner. I love it. Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, and I'm going to be over your channel tomorrow night. I'm so excited for Ying and Ying. Gang. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I, I cannot wait. Uh, but this is, this Tomorrow, is the 5 beginning. PM. 5 p.m. It's going to be a little later. Don't, well, we gotta, I remember I told you, I'm seeing Bad Boys for Life tomorrow. And then as soon as it's over, I'm rushing over to Jody's stream. So, uh, And I'll give you guys, I'll give them over there my first initial reaction for you guys and Jody's team. Uh, my thoughts on Bad Boys 3. Uh, but I got to go to that screening. And then as soon as it's over, I'll be rushing over to get on you. But yeah, join mm -hmm. us tomorrow night. We'll, I'll confirm with him the exact time. But get ready tomorrow night. It's going to be fire, as they say in the comments here. See all the fire, fire flames? All right. So this uh, episode, uh, I wanted to do some. I just released this video. Jody, you got a chance to watch it. Adon, you did as well. Yep. Uh, I, I, this story leaked a couple days ago uh, due to Rob Robert Burnett, who's a YouTuber uh, and, and a critic and filmmaker and everything. Uh, and he uh, basically he, he leaked it before I could because <laughs> I was <laughs> I was like this close to getting my sources to let me do it because I'll be clear where I can't reveal my sources. I'm not going to reveal my sources because they the reason they don't want to come forward is because. Hollywood's weird, right? Hollywood's tough because if they reveal themselves, they're going to piss off Disney or some other people. Uh, and in this instance, Colin Trevorrow, I firmly believe, is com getting completely railroaded and screwed uh, because his script, it seemed, Jody, I want your thoughts, and I don't even, mm. it seems to me when, when, when the word came out that Colin Trevorrow got fired, it sure seemed like he didn't know what he was doing, his script was completely off base, he was wrong, Disney was getting him out of there. It didn't seem like a lot of people were like, no, I'm sure Trevorrow could have had a good script and Disney is just wrong. Uh, I feel like Trevorrow took a lot of heat back then and couldn't really explain what was really going down or what JJ was ultimately doing. And now that history has un unveiled itself, I really think now that I've read the script, I do think it's better. Uh, but Jody, do you remember back then? I'm just curious. Do you remember the Trevorrow news? I think it was in 2017 no. or 16 when they fired him. Uh, you no. don't remember that at all? I'm trying to get, you said 2016 is when they fired him? Yeah, I mean, I was at Screen Junkies. I remember That's... reporting it for Screen Junkies, and it was kind of a big deal. And it was, and we also, he was doing that movie, Book of Henry, which was like a bomb. It was this terrible movie that did really terrible. Uh, and, you know, he, Jurassic World was his claim to fame, and everyone was like, how can you give this guy who did Jurassic World this one movie? Uh, and then they were sort of giving him hell when he got signed up for it. And then when they fired him, everyone was like, good riddance, he's an idiot, he doesn't know what he's doing, was really sort of the backlash he got. Uh, so no one else remembers that, just me? Nope. <laughs> Wait a minute, 2016. That is in line. That's Sorry, before the last Jedi 17, came out. 
He was fired in 17. He was fired in 17. He wrote yeah, this so, in 16. He was fired in 17. My bad. Yeah. So he oh, would have had this script out before. the same before. year that The Last Jedi came out. Uh, yes. Yes. I think before it came out. Can you double check, Adon? But that year, because yeah. I know Last my Jedi came out in 2017, off. right? Yeah, my timeline's off. But anyway, it was 2018. I don't clearly think. no one else remembers me. That's fine. But I, I just remember he got, a, he got a pretty bum rap. And so now, fast forward a few years, and J.J. releases his film. 2017. 2000, when he got fired. Okay. Uh, before Last Jedi, though, right? No, that's when Last Jedi came out. Oh, yeah. Out. Can you look up when he got fired? I'm pretty sure I, I saw it fall of 2017. So I think it was before Last Jedi came out. Oh, right. Um, but uh, he, so he releases, uh, they release, J.J. releases the movie. And now there's all this news about the J.J. cut. And I want to talk about that. And I'm curious your take on this too, Jody, because I've been told that's complete BS. There is no J. There is no JJ cut. Uh, it's all a spin on JJ's camp to to sort of try to keep the stink of Rise of Skywalker off of him and onto other places. Um, so we can talk about that too. But now yeah. JJ's released his you know movie. Now there's all this. Well, no, there's more footage that he didn't get to do. So you guys don't like it. Well, it's because Disney didn't let JJ do it right. No, that's not what I'm being told. JJ, the movie you saw was JJ's movie, and they knew all along that the movie was was in trouble. So now that's out. It's not as good as everyone hoped. I think it's definitely mixed. There are fans out there. I know you liked it, but it's definitely divisive again. And now Colin's script is leaking. Probably someone in Colin's camp or someone who, who supports Colin is sort of helping get this out there, I think. Uh, and now it's up the question of, well, all right, who's, who's would have been better? Uh, we, we Now we're getting the insight on Colin's script. I, my video broke down a lot of it. If you haven't seen it, I'll put a little iCard or click down in the description. I think I put it there. Uh, you can also find, like, there's a Robert Burnett's done a, a longer thing, and Reddit has sort of some threads you can read through and get the outlines. Uh, but JoJo, uh, JoJo, Jody, and uh, Adon, you both have watched uh, the my video, so you, you've, you're up to date on this new Trevorrow script, yes? Yep. And, yeah. And uh, just to piggyback on what you said earlier, it was September of 2017 where they let him go. Okay, so, so it was before Last Jedi came out. Right before. So it was the movie right before aired. Last Jedi came out. Two months before then. Exactly. Yeah, which is uh, mm. they must have known. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's no way they wouldn't have known. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. You never know if a movie's going to be a hit, but you know, you, you have a pretty good idea when you think the movie's not going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're assuming that this man finished a script in that fast amount of time. What you read on your video, you think that that whole entire script was completed way back in 2017 before The Last Jedi came out? I no, don't he know, wrote man. it. He wrote it in 2016 before Carrie Fisher died. Mm-hmm. That's why the script is very prominent with, uh, oh, okay. with Leia. And so that that's the other sort of potential st- block is the fact that they wrote it very big with Carrie Fisher. And then when she died, they had to rewrite it because she's an integral part of that script. So for those that don't know, I'll give a quick, very quick recap. But but the basic script is Ray is still, it's a, it's a direct sequel to Last Jedi. Ray is a nobody. There's no Palpatine blood. There's no Skywalker lineage. She's a nobody. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a through line through the whole movie. She's, she's defeated and she keeps saying she's a no one. Uh, Luke is back as a force ghost. He's not only following Ray and teaching her the will, the ways of the force, but he's also haunting Kylo Ren. So Kylo Ren's out there trying to become a bigger Sith Lord, and he goes f- full bad in this movie, in this script. Uh, and and Luke is there because you got to remember at the end of Last Jedi, he's like, "I'll see you again, kid." And then we never saw him. So the script has it so Luke is there, yeah, taunting him and then also helping Ray. But throughout it, Ray's and they're both annoyed that he's there. He's like the parent that doesn't want to go away. And Ray's annoyed because he's like, I'm sick of the Jedi's. 
I'm sick of your masters and your everyone everyone telling us how to be. It's 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 stupid. I, I don't want I want to live my own way. And it kind of finally for a click Ray clicks and I'm like, yeah, she's right. Like, let's see a new version of the Jedi. Uh, and so Luke's there inspiring both, and I think a finally a well use a, a good use of Luke and finishing him off and giving him the proper finale. And then Kylo Ren just is full bad. He goes all the way. Um, no Palpatine, but there is a he goes off in a mission and finds a message that Palpatine sent Darth Vader, uh, and then that message tips him off to a Palpatine's teacher. Uh, this guy, what was his name? Uh, anyway, it doesn't necessarily matter. I have it here. Sorry, something. What was it called? Oh, Tor Valum. Uh, and so he has to go to the Remnicor system to find Torvalum. Anyway, there, that's where he's supposed to go. He finds Torvalum. Torvalum teaches him how to uh, take the life force away from someone else. Uh, and anyway, fast forward, Ray, uh, there's a big finale that I thought was way better. Um, and Finn has a much better arc because he's following. He basically stumbles upon a bunch of old uh, stormtroopers who are all wanting to revolt, and he ends up I becoming like the, the leader. Bit. That was good. He ends up becoming a leader of sort of the resistance of these stormtroopers who didn't know what to do, and all the poor sort of lower class on Coruscant, where the First Order has sort of made a base. And so he and Rose, who has also a really actually a much better supporting, she has a purpose in this new one. Uh, they team up along with C-3PO, R2D2, and they rally. It's it's a really much better part than what Finn did in the new one. Um, and it's a much better rise up, and they get the rebellion. Leia gets Lando to come back, but then he says no. Uh, and then at the end, they're fighting. There's all this stuff, and then Lando shows up and saves the day with all his rogues and scoundrels. Uh, it's a it's a much funner reveal. And then we have this amazing ending with Rey and uh, Kylo, where Kylo is just sick of it. And then finally, he ta- he basically knocks Rey's dead practically. Uh, and then Luke, sh- and then he's there to like get this all powerful uh, Sith powers or something, and then proves to be nothing. And so then uh, he's all pissed, and that's when Luke's Force Ghost shows up and goes, you failed. This is what it was all for. And then they have like a back and forth, and then Ray musters the strength, and Luke's like, we're together, you can't stop us. And then suddenly Luke gives this great speech about the Force, how we're all together, and then it cuts to like the battle, and Poe suddenly feels the energy and like screams out to help Ray and then Finn somehow feels it and Finn's like fight Ray. And it just felt like a much better cohesive. Oh, let's connect these characters we've been meeting and may have, give them a purpose to help her and have them all team up to fight this bad person. Who's been having this arc throughout these movies. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm defending that. I guess, Jody, you have to defend rise Skywalker. Cause I'm not, I'm not going to defend <laughs> that. Clearly I've, I can't be as unbiased as this. Um, but my point <laughs> being, <laughs> My point being, it felt so much better. I, well, it felt so much better because it's all leading to this point. And then Mark, Luke, Force Luke is there uh, to sort of help. Um, and uh, there's a showdown between Ray and uh, Ray. Finally, gets enough strength back through that sort of Force power. And then as she sort of finally stands up to Kylo, he uses what he learned from Tor Valum and steals her Force away. It's a little Harry Potter, I will admit. Uh, but then she's basically at her last breath. She's dying. It's over. And that's when uh, she offers her last ounce of hope to her hand, saying, Ben, please. And if, and then Leia uses that opportunity to finally do the scene we saw in Rise, but it's much more fitting. The timing makes more sense. And then Leia finally shows all of her powers to say, Ben, come home. We'll f- we forgive you. And it's the moment where Leia talks to him that I, I still think it's like, oh, my God, it feels much more emotionally connected. Well, that's what finally gives Ben this pause um, and he then gives the force power back to Ray, and then he becomes nothing, and now the power's gone, he's, he dies, <clears throat> um, and then uh, it's over. They both sort of basically killed, fought to the death. Uh, and then we cut to the scene where Obi-Wan, uh, Yoda, and, and uh, 
Luke are sort of in the afterlife and Ray is dead and sort of they're there sort of telling her you have this choice to either live with us and be a force and never you know be greater than all or have this chance to get you know go back uh, and uh, and and to pain and suffering but you'll live and you'll be able to love what do you want to do she decides to go back it ends with her there's more I'm skipping through a lot it ends with her going back training a bunch of young Jedi and then there is broom boy from last Jedi at the very end they're being trained with her uh, and that's sort of how the whole thing wraps up. So again, it's a dirty, quicker version. You can watch mine or Rob's videos or read some of the threads, but that's the sort of summary of where it is. Uh, and I, I can defend against it if you want to, if you're really against it. My point is I want to fight this war, Jody, and we can flip a coin if we agree. Which version do you think sounds better? Do you like this version that Trevorrow has written together or do you like JJ's? Man, I'm on my eight mile sheet, man. <laughs> Give me this Rise of Skywalker, bruh. I'm about to defend this shit. Oh, oh, oh. I'm about to defend. Oh. I'm about to defend Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker, bro. Oh. Well, but who did, which one did you actually like? Are you playing devil's advocate here or you don't even want to admit that? I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing the devil's spawn <laughs> advocate, bro. All right, all right, fair. About, uh, I want to uh, make sure the audience is at least in on your pain if you're going to go there. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to do this this, this, this task. All right, and then I'll, I'll, there might be a hard one later. I'll, I'll switch sides there. Okay, um, so Jody, why is Rise of Skywalker better than what Trevorrow put together? At the end of the day, to me, after listening to, watching the video that you had, guys, check it out later. And hearing your your sum up and my own understanding of what you were saying. Episode 9, Rise of the Skywalker, has an OP, godly level, iconic Ray. First of all, what is it, Mr. What is the name of this? Uh, Duel of the Fates? Duel of the Fates, What was yeah. the name? Do you want to, in fact, can we give you this? Well, I forgot. Here's the, uh, here's the scroll. I have, that name I have... is trash. While you're talking, I'll play the scroll for I, people to watch. I'd rather roll with Rise of the Skywalker. Duel of the Fates was his name for episode nine. I do not like that at all. But that's just semantics, neither here nor there. But Duel of the Fates also has an OP goddess Superman Thorzilla Ray character. They're both OP. We could both put them right there on the same level. The difference with Rise of Skywalker, the trash that it is, but still... The difference with Rise of Skywalker is the character Rey is, even though she's OP, she doesn't tear down what the Force is completely. The Duel of Fates Rey tears down what the Force is completely, and I'm going to give my examples. If we remember Rise of the Skywalker, spoiler alert for the ending, Rey was getting her shit wrecked by Sidious. Sidious, okay. who is a fan favorite, who we all love, I'll get to him in a second. She was getting wrecked. Ah! good you're gonna get red ah, ah. he got he sucked the life from her got his skin and his eyes back and she was just toast wrecking her wrecking the ships he was just she was just outclassed and what was it that ray did in order to overpower sidious she said what did she say be with me be with me be with me and then you hear the voices we're with you ray you hear obi-wan you hear mace we're with you ray those jedi forces came and gave her power to then overthrow the emperor and kill him would not have been able to do that without them and she did it understanding that the jedi that the force was the way to go trash that is 
but it still puts respect on my legends' names. It still keeps respect on Mace, on Yoda, on Obi-Wan. I even heard Ahsoka was in there because they needed their help to, for them to win the day. And they found out it was the Jedi way, what they've been preaching for centuries. Duel of the Fates, Ray, Bruh, she was negligent the entire film. I don't want to be a Jedi. I ain't no Jedi. Don't put no Jedi label on me. I'm nobody. She went throughout the whole film, basically from what I'm hearing from the script. She's rejecting Jedi. She's rejecting her teaching. She's rejecting what Luke is trying to tell her. Frustrated with the training. She's training, but still rejecting what being a Jedi is. I don't want to, like, she's like a modern-day chick who doesn't want to label in society. Like, she's such an SJW-written character. They're both are, but this one even more so. It's like, no, why do I got to be Jedi? You put a label me a Jedi? No, I'm going to do what I want. To the point where... In the end of the film of Duel of Fate, she embraced the dark and the light to defeat Kylo Ren. And she was the one who made that decision to do so. So you're telling me that Rey, this novice nobody, was the first one. It was really Mace, but let's forget about him. Was to use the light and the dark to defeat evil for good to the point where the Force ghosts came out. Yoda came out. You said uh, 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 Obi-Wan came out. And Qui-Gon and all them came on and said, No, no, no Qui-Gon. Who was it? Yoda, Yoda Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan and, and, and Luke. Yoda, Obi-Wan, uh, and Luke came voices? out and said, We no, were they, wrong they all along. They came out in, the, in this script, yes. Oh, they the script. come out and they, say they, we were they wrong. They came yes. out as force ghosts and says, Ray, we were narrow-minded. We were wrong about the force. Here, I'll read, I'll read it for you. Here, I'll cue you up because it's fair. Uh, you taught us much you have. Succeed where we have failed. Narrow our, was our point of view. You chose to embrace the dark side and the light side to find balance within. Yoda, coexist they must, as such feelings do in all of us. Uh, that's so. She's t- She was teaching them something they didn't figure out for millennia? Like Yoda didn't know all his life that you could use the dark side to your advantage and bring perfect balance and defeat. Ray got to teach you this shit out of nowhere. Oh, no, I did. We were you. Oh, teaching us. You are. And that right there is what pisses me off. And that's what does a lot of damage. If I could choose at the end of the day, which kind of Ray I would want. I'd rather that stupid freaking trash OP Ray who needs the, 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 the other Jedi, who needed Luke and all the other Jedi to be on the Jedi side to defeat evil, rather than a Ray who decides, I am going to not be in a bubble. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to choose to take the dark and the light, put it together, and then do something that's never been done in history and make Yoda and Obi-Wan and all them fools look like cucks and students under my tutelage. <laughs> Well, all right. Look, you said some serious stuff that I respect, and I, and I think you make some good points. But I, here's where I'm where I'm torn. There's a couple of things you said. I don't think she's rejecting it. I don't think she's rejecting the powers. I think it is a little bit of like sort of the, the which can be annoying. The 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 kid who knows more than the parent, right? Is sort of what this scenario is. Uh, and the truth is, usually the parents do know more than the kids. But there's occasionally where the kid actually knows more. And so I think this was one of those instances. Um, she's no, not rejecting right. it. She's not rejecting it. She is, like you said, she's, she even says, uh, our masters were wrong. I will not deny my anger. I will not reject my love. To me, that's where I connect, and I do agree with her because it's like Yoda's all about anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering, suffering leads to the dark side. That's They're the all, Jedi way. That's been the yeah, Jedi way for all the years. But that doesn't make it right. Why do we have to – why is it always the same way? They, they haven't always been right. There's so much they've gotten wrong. If you really look back There's, on what they know. They're only questioning that now because Ray did this, though. 
Well, sure, but I, in either movie, Rise of Skywalker or this, I question it. None of none of it makes sense. I don't understand how 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 did the Emperor survive? All that. I mean, let's get back. Yeah. So like, let's get to Rise of Skywalker because sure, you make an argument. Okay, well, is it better? My whole point is I don't understand what choices Rise of Skywalker made. The Force makes no sense in the Rise of Skywalker. The you, JJ has this tendency to make things. Uh, that he can never explain. He can't justify his choices. He's like, these look cool. Wouldn't it be cool if the emperor came back? And he never really sort of answers some of the questions he pre- he puts out there. And but so the emperor's f- a fan favorite. Who's that tour guy? Oh, that's stupid. What, let, Who's that stupid? What the heck is that? He sounds awesome. I would much. I'm always a fan of new characters in this world that are badass. But you even can't in the fan new uh, characters in a billion dollar franchise and expect it to make billions of dollars when the fans don't know who they are. Well, Sidious is emperor, a, a character uh, that got 40 years of health. You, so you're saying Rise of Skywalker was a was a success for the fans <laughs> rise of skywalker was a success for fans who of sidious because they got to see him yeah i don't know i mean sure I, I didn't care about that i i didn't like i didn't like the emperor coming back i thought it was forced and pun intended uh it didn't it didn't make any sense they didn't try to justify it all and they rushed it um so i i think uh ray is too powerful at a level where it's like why and how and just so she had a year to learn all this crap and suddenly she's the best you say it's cool to have this op jedi but no it's not she she becomes this mary sue to a point where you're like oh my god to see her struggling in this new script to see her have challenges to see her trying to not really want to be a jedi and nobody uh and then realize that anybody can sort of have that a struggle though that's not a struggle that's her rejecting everything well at the end she's sure struggling she's blinded she's almost put to death and she still decides to believe in Kylo Ren's uh, redeeming arc and give him that opportunity. To me, that is a really, you know, that is ultimately more light than dark, right? Ray is not really showing dark. She's just showing anger. Um, but anger is a, th- a path to the dark side, but it, it felt like inside out to me in a weird way. Right. Or is like, I do think you watch some of these movies, the, the, the Jedi's in the early movies. It's so one side. You must follow the, It's like a monk. And I, I actually, I don't know as much about the gray, the gray Jedi and the gray, you know, the gray order or whatever and uh, all that stuff in the extended yeah. universe. But it seems like that's sort of where they're trying to go. And since that's not canon, I like this idea of introducing a new way of the Star Like, I don't want to see the same old. It's a mistake, I like, though. I want to see, new, I wanna see new, new opportunities. And if we're going to meet Rey, let's give her a freaking arc. Let's give Finn a better arc. You even admit it. Finn has a terrible yes. arc in this movie. Yes. Poe does more, has more to do. C-3PO murders a droid in this uh, and struggles with it. I'm about no C-3PO. I'm tired of them droids, No, man. no, no, no. C-3PO is freaking brilliant in this for once. I didn't care about oh, him in Rise oh. of Skywalker. In this, he's amazing. He helps Finn lead that uprising, and then he goes so far that he finally gets his hands dirty and murders a droid. And is like, I'm so sorry. I must, I must pull your circuits out and pull this up because you are... It's a very funny, so really like, wow, even 3PO is getting the action. And then uh, Hux. They give Hux his amazing supporting part that actually instead of being the oh, stupid spy this guy instead of being the spy he's like murdering the spies with late with uh lightsaber guillotines what's his name, what's his name andy what's his name chancellor hux chancellor huh? hux they call him chan he called himself they chancellor call him- hux <laughs> but no that's my point he's a, he's a he's a weaselly villain i don't like i i but i like laughing at him and they give you this amazing plot where he's so obsessed with the with the uh, the force that he's hoping he can become a jedi and learn yeah, the force memorabilia you killed yourself with mason saber how does that look how do you execute that that's a joke oh i love it it's it's a it gives oh, it gives hux funny. like a funny uh does he literally does he literally well they didn't shoot the it jody they just wrote it <laughs> No one filmed oh this script. Oh my god! You kill yourself with Mace Windu saber. What a what a 
whack attempt to throw my man Mace in there. I like the hint. I like the sabers there, but they did too much with that saber. You got him collecting it, trying to be one, and then when the Empire regime or but the first got, order falls, which uh, saber would the Emperor have? He would clearly the the somehow the the first that order would have gotten that one. Five hundred yards downstairs. That saber. Uh, was where gone. did where did Maz get Luke's? <laughs> Still don't know to this day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're no one saying, can argue that one. I, I'm just right now. I'm just picturing a scene like where Hux is like practicing with the lightsaber by himself, like in the room. Like he just walks in and there's Maze Windu's lightsaber. He's like, ah, ah, I can use this. Just swinging it around, like he's uh, kills like, himself. <laughs> kills himself <laughs> oh, accidentally. Like, 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 that like, would be funny. Like or he injures, like he loses a leg and like, why are you limping? It's like no reason. Or <laughs> <laughs> he tripped and falls on it and dies. All right, I get something like that. I get that, but I do not like the way they're using that character. Well, At that better. But you liked it stuff. better in Rise of Skywalker. Tell me why. I want to hear you because defend this. <laughs> here, here's why. Here, here's why I like it better. Him. Here's why I like that Dennis the Menace weirdo <laughs> douchebag in Rise of Skywalker. I like him better in Rise of Skywalker because it actually happened. This is a script that I get. You're asking me to fit, use my mind to try to create a scene based off what is on paper and try to make it look cool. And I have a pretty creative mind. I cannot envision with all my powers how you make this redheaded dude, Chancellor Hux, kill himself by Mace Windu Saber. Well, he does it in like a Hitler downfall type of scene because the First Order is done. They, he knows it's over. I, I, I dig that, Andy. But how do you kill yourself with a saber and make it look you, honorable and you cool? You turn it on. And he probably doesn't make it honorable and cool. And that makes me like it even more. Imagine, like, he's trying to do it and he messes and he misses and he's like, shit. And <laughs> <laughs> just falls out of frame. That makes me like it even uh. more. <laughs> Because he's, he's a buffoon, right? And so I love it. He's like, to put him off as like a cheesy fanboy uh, who's just so jealous not, of Kylo in every in sense of the manner. Uh, I think just, he's trying to make him serious and dark. In this, oh, no, in this no, 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 no. I didn't take it as that. I didn't read it as that. I took it as him as, it's just a lot of condescending scenes with him and Kylo that are still in the, in the script. And then it, it cultivates with this sort of moment where he's sort of, because uh, even Ren, Kylo's off. And he's like, I don't care about your stupid planets destroying ships. When I get my powers, it'll be even. He's going Anakin. He's totally yeah. like, oh, no one will die when I'm. No one will listen to me. It, it, it's, it's that's the other reason I like it is it feels more like we're watching repeating history, right? We're watching the, the struggle would happen to Anakin. But to Kylo Ren, who's a character we've been invested in for these three movies and makes more sense than introducing new character as the villain that we're like, yeah, why are you there? You're old. How do you get so powerful? Oh, who are all these cronies? Who built these statues? What's going on? Oh, okay, it's over. <laughs> so I'll say this: um, like on Jody's, uh, like your parts uh, to yeah, side on, with Star Judge Wars. Us done. I have to agree with some of the parts with Rise of Skywalker in the sense, like uh, where they're talking about the Force Ghosts going against uh, on, on Duel of Fates, and the Force Ghosts are uh, haunting Kylo Ren. And someone, uh, I believe it was AS earlier in the comments that like. They made a point. The Force Ghosts really only show up for people that are pursuing the light side. So for Worthy, it to yeah. show, uh, for showing up for Kylo Ren, kind of pushes that a little bit against the, uh, that notion and kind of takes away from that area. You mean Luke showing up for him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, he trained him though. Yeah, but if if Kylo's like going full on dark, and um, and that's the other part that I have to go with you on this part because th this is where I'm getting on the fence. There's little holes in both areas um, with uh, Kylo seems in Duel of Fates more divisive. Yeah. I'm going to be dark. I'm going to go forward on a singular path. I'm not going to be emo, uh, whiny, baby. Um, 
Great point. Rise of Skywalker. He he goes to uh, uh, Hux. I kept wanting to call him Cux. Hux. He goes, I feel a disturbance in the force. Do you have a problem with how I'm dressed? And he turns to him. Oh. He goes, no, I'm okay. <laughs> and I'm like, that wasn't necessary. But like, that's something I felt like that wouldn't be coming out of Kylo's mouth in that script. Right. So there are things, and I'm actually okay with Hux being a spy because he is Weasley. He is that he guy. Is he's very uh, petty. And the fact that when he says, I don't care if you guys win, I just want him to lose. Yeah. Like, like because in the second movie, he was the boss. Uh, he was like, although Poe did trash him in like the first five minutes of the film, like with uh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Um, I love that opening. <laughs> that was a great opening. I did like that opening. But uh, the fact of the matter is, like, that took away from all his power that he had in the first movie, and he's just like a side character, like, for comic uh, relief that people were like, oh, what's going to be goofed on him now? And then that makes sense to me. Like, no one takes him seriously. So he's like, yeah, I just want this guy to lose. He's like, this guy just ridicules me all day, every day. So that makes sense. Um <sighs> There's so who's your, who are you deciding, Don? Well, right now I'm on the fence. You guys got it. I'm, I'm giving <laughs> you why I'm on the fence on both sides. Push him over, Jody. Push me over. Join the Jody's corner side of the farm. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me finish. At the end of the day, we got Sidious in this movie, bro. General Torque. What is his name? Torval. Tor. Torsum. <laughs> Torso. Yeah. Tor. Uh, Torvalium. Torvalium. There it is. Torvalium. <laughs> they, they mentioned so much new stuff in this script that general Star Wars fans have no idea what it is. And when you, and this is what I always agreed, I can't stand Kathleen Kennedy. She needs to go. She ruined Star Wars. But she had, she chose, I remember it was a leak. And I'm not sure how this, how well known this, I don't know if it's true or not, but there was a Reddit leak about JJ's cut and how there was. Uh, JJ was trying to use a character from Clone Wars. I forgot his name. And Kathleen said that she didn't like that and she cut it out of the film because she worried that it would alienate a lot of Star Wars fans and it won't appla- uh, uh, appeal to the masses. So they replaced that that villain that JJ wanted to use, which is probably this guy, with uh, Sidious. Keep it 100, Sidious was used in all the marketing campaigns. When that Star Wars celebration kicked off and you heard the voice, wah, everybody's heart dropped and even though i was out of star wars i still admit that i was still some something deep down inside of me was excited to see sidious again and that was like the only thing that i was looking forward to in this trash garbage movie what are they going to do with sidious how are they going to destroy him and then i saw it and at the end of the day it was good seeing him it sucked that they did him dirty like that but with this movie uh dual fates they have an unknown character from maybe it's Clone Wars, maybe it's from another show, maybe it's from a video game, Old Republic or something. That's the problem. Who is it? What is it? That's why you can't really use Ahsoka that much. That's why Ahsoka wasn't really in the films that much because they didn't utilize her. She's from a television show and the main canon films, she's not in any of them. So I feel like using a character like Sidious, even though it was wrong was a better choice to make than whoever this tour guy was. And there was a plot device where if you go to this in the script, where you go to this planet and get this device, it could beam across the galaxy and let the whole universe know that they need help. No, like that was, no, something, no, no, it was, you're, you're wrong. It was, it was, 
Wrong what was it called? It's a four speaking that tells the page. Like, it's just it's it's a it's a another MacGuffin, just like yeah. there are four of them in Rise of Skywalker. So right, right, they, right. They, they level each other out. To get help. Yeah, but it's a it's a small story. The, your bigger point about Tor, to Valum is more proper. And to respond, right, right. he's not the big bad. He's the train. He he literally is a he's an interesting seven thousand year old alien character that would have been cool to see. That they literally showed Sidious his master. That, that Sidious his master. No, 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 no. His his teacher. It? it was his teacher. It was someone who taught Sidious. And they have this message where Sidious sends to Vader the note of when you get Luke, take him to. Do-. That's the the message that Kylo intercepts to know to even go to this guy. And right. sure, it's a little forced, but as forced as I've been the voice in your head since the beginning. No, you weren't. You you were only when they wrote episode nine. <laughs> JJ wrote it. Uh, right. Tora was just a conduit to get uh, Kylo Ren to learn how to be an even stronger Jedi and to give it that moment to like basically kill Rey is what the character is for. And can I ask to me, a question about him real quick? Well, you can, but you, can you tell me who General Pride was? Where did he come from? Richard E. Grant's General Pride. How about uh, Zora Bliss? Was she necessary? Who the heck is General yeah, Pride? How about Janna? How about Janna? How about Bobu Frick? How about Beaumont? Hey, uh, yo, Bobu do you want me to keep listing tight. all of the, uh, the characters hey, they've introduced hey, in Rise <laughs> of Skywalker? Tight, bro. Yeah, all those uh, very important characters that they sidelined Finn and Rose and everybody to go introduce Zora Bliss. Oh, I'm so glad we took time there. Uh, they didn't Zora Bliss. Who is Zora? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute, though. You're naming all side characters. This villain, you're, you're dumb. He's a side character. No, he's not the. You're no, he's part. He's part of. He's he's has as much screen time as Sora Bliss does. He's in a couple oh, scenes. But Sora, all the other characters aren't important. This guy is. No, you're he's just a. He's just the conduit to get uh, Kylo Ren. The the bat. The finale is Kylo uh, Ren versus. Ray on a separate planet. I'm, maybe I'm confused. Maybe you can clarify because <laughs> you did read it. I'm confused because I thought that this guy was Darth Sidious, Emperor Palpatine's master, his teacher. No. He's like, I don't so No, 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 no. I mean, yes, he's his teacher who lives on the Sith planet. And That's his at, master. At a point in the movie, Kylo Ren gets this information to go visit him, and he agrees to train him. He's basically Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. And it gives him this moment to sort of train him, and he goes through these hurdles. And then Ray has, I mean, sorry, Kylo Ren has this flashback where he fights Vader, and it sounds awesome, uh, and loses. All of this is sort of like it's a, it's a Yoda moment in this movie to, to give Kylo Ren training from a new character versus Emperor. Because, let's be honest, the Emperor's dead. It doesn't make any sense why the Emperor's there. So you can say all you want about, oh, yeah, bring the Emperor back. But, Jody, it makes no damn sense that the Emperor's back. I understand why you want him back as a fan, but that doesn't mean it's a good script or a good choice. Clarify something for me. You mentioned, uh, and I, I, I mentioned this earlier, you said uh, he fights Vader. Was this a dream sequence? Yes, it's like a vision like when Luke fights him in a Dagobah. A okay. saber battle with Darth Vader like destroying a, his character. It's like a Dagobah scene where, where he's there with and he, he sees Vader okay. for that moment. He's gets terrified of him. It's written the same way. So it's like Kylo Ren has his own vision when he goes and meets with his trainer just like Luke did with Yoda. So it does actually it, – it made sense to me. Okay. Um, I, so I, I need to get back to this guy. I need to get back to this. You're, you're hung up on the guy. Sidious, you're saying that this guy was the Yoda. No, 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 no. Yoda's the Yoda, and Sidious was the dark Yoda. So you're telling me there's a Yoda above Sidious? That character's important, bro. You don't just throw him in a movie and expect he, us to be like, he oh, murdered. that's who's been teaching you. He murdered Sidious. He murdered him, though. He's dead. I, I know, but Sidious is gone, and then you just showed us his teacher. 
You just elevated the whole game, and you expecting us to be like, oh, that's nice. So that's the guy who's the guy. Now, that's here, the dog. Here, here's let me read you how it's written, because again, I, I I don't have the I have I only have pieces, and I, I read it sep later, so I had to take a lot of notes. So again, there's a little bit of a whisper down the lane, but the whole intent is there. But here's what the message actually says, just so we can clarify this. Um, when he gets the mo, he goes to. Uh, Sorry, bear with me. City says, if I die, take me to my master, basically. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying in this movie, it's not, it's not the same. He says, uh, here it is. Uh, on Mustafar, so Kylo's on Mustafar, finds this Sith holocron, and there's an old message, like a voicemail recording from uh, the Emperor to Darth Vader. And it says, if Skywalker succeeds in striking down the Emperor, Vader is to take him to Remnacor system to find Tor Valum. There, the son of Skywalker will learn how to harness the untapped power of Mortis. He's just a friggin' sideline additional teacher. He had a few teachers. He's not like the main guy, but he's a guy that sort of is there to sort of help. Uh, that's that's how and it's read. they gave him the power to absorb life out of people, right? Yeah, well, he's seventh. He's the, he's, the end of this movie. he's the only one alive. The Emperor and Sidious are both dead. <laughs> so clearly, he, he must know more. So look, I don't disagree that it maybe it's Wait, a little forced. What, happened, what happened, to, happened to the alien? Is he still out there alive? Yeah, well, did he die? I, I don't. I mean, he's probably some sort of force ghost himself. But my point is, like, no, 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 no. He alive. You said it's. A, it's no, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't actually know if he's alive. I'm, again, now we're jumping to a little bit over no, no, detail. The, the script said he the was point, an alien, right? The, yeah, he's, I, I, again, they don't really. Spl- I forget what the what the word how they alien. use him. I remember you. Yeah, uh, I, but I, said that's how it's just, that's how he's described. I don't know if that's what like the Star Wars wiki so is going to call him. He's chilling on a planet somewhere with all this dark energy. So when Ray decides to, he'll come and kill her. It's a yeah, big it's world. the same. It's the same thing as the Emperor's planet. Yes, they're just subbing some other random Sith instead of reborning a character that doesn't make any sense that he's reborn. That's my argument. You can say whatever you want. It's the same movie. It's the same scene, but it's not the finale. It's a. It's the end of Act Two, where Rise basically, basically, he should have just saw the Emperor, gotten this information, and left. And I, I would agree. Maybe that was yes. a, would be a better way to do mm-hmm. it. Yes. But it's pretty much what they're doing. They just don't want to have it be the Emperor because the Emperor's dead. So they give you a new character that it's unclear if he's dead or not or whatever because it kind of doesn't matter. But it does matter to me that the Emperor was dead and that we don't explain why he's there. So my point is the finale is Kylo versus Rey and that was more fulfilling to see Kylo go full bad and then have to earn a redemption that actually made sense is all I'm pushing for is really what I'm trying to find. So anyway, I wanted to I want to move on to another topic and not get too into but Valiant uh, fight you you could have won. Adon commenters down. Oh, what uh, you mean I could have won? Like, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> saying it's not up to me. It's not up to me. It's up to Adon and the viewers. So that's what I'm saying. You could have won. Uh, uh, viewers at home vote for Jody or me. Who do you th- or Trevaro versus JJ? Who do you think made the better movie? Start the comments coming them in. Adon, do you want to make a po- vote quickly? Uh, quickly, I. It's- I'm gonna say uh, the script is a little bit better. I'm sorry, uh, like take it, me out of it, take Jody out of it. Like no, I'm just kidding. Let's be honest. Like I, I like your arguments, Jody. You made he did try. Good, you did try. Uh, you needed to get a little bit poke at his script a little bit more, other than um, Tor Valum. Um, uh, yeah, be, honestly, like if we take it together, I would say that script is a little bit better. I can poke some holes into it myself. Yeah, no, totally. We can uh, all poke holes. Yeah, and the Tor Valum thing. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not going to say it doesn't. Uh, no, because uh, episode three uh, of Star Wars, uh, uh, Sid- uh, Sidious uh, mentions his Lady. master. Uh, um, uh, no, the Emperor. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, wait, you're confused. Emperor. Sidious is uh, uh, 
Who's who's the who's his Matt? Is it Sidious? No, no, no. Uh, so yeah, Plagius. Plagius. That's what I th- sorry. Needed Sidious to bring that up. Temper. I was yeah, thinking sorry. about that. It's like I thought you were talking. That's, 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 I was. He wouldn't let me. Get, I was trying to elaborate on it so I could finally get to the cum <laughs> I shot. I got it's confused. Like, he kept stopping me. <laughs> so no, that's the thing. Yeah, like, Plagueis is the teacher. Like yeah, that. you kept calling Sidious the teacher, and I thought you were just confusing Plagueis. Yeah, I think that's where you were getting confused, and so I thought you were maybe just mixing it up. But you're right. It is Plagueis is Palpatine's mentor, and Palpatine killed him. So I like love the comments. Like, sorry, Jody, but you lost this one. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm yeah, gonna take like the un- a good shot, eh? I'll <laughs> take the unpopular opinion on round two. How's that fair? Uh, and yeah, then I'm fun. sure ne- next time. Uh, but that was a very fun fight. I, you you don't give up. I love it. So well, this is gonna be always fun. All right. So I want to go into round two. And uh, so there, if you guys need to watch Crisis on Infinite Earths and you haven't watched it yet and you don't want a spoiler, there's a cameo I'm about to spoil. Uh, so excuse me. Be warned. You can mute for a little while, and then I'll I'll uh, wave. When you see me waving, uh, you'll know it's over. Um, but it's not worth it to watch. It's really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so I think it's dumb, but I'll take whatever argument you want to take. Uh, so, uh, so I've given you guys a spoiler warning. Be warned. We're going to spoil the Crisis on Infinite Earths that just uh, debuted uh, a minute ago. Did you get to see this, Adon? Are you seeing it for the first time? First too? time. Okay, so uh, this, this is just so weird. So let's watch it together, shall we? Let me uh, pull it up on my end so I can be up to So I have it. Uh, I ha- you should be able to hear it at least, but here we go. Uh, do you, we can cue it when you. So, anyway, so Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, there it is. You see it here. Look who showed up to the finale to meet The Flash. Oh, is it not letting me play? Oh, I got to click. Um, hello? <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Now, Myself the same question. Literally. No, this this can't be happening. This you sh- What are you doing here? What? Well, I'll tell you that when you tell me where here is. Is this cosplay? Oh, do you want a selfie, bro? No, no, I'm, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't we're not no. I'm also the flash. You're also the what? The flash? The flash? Flash. It's complicated. I like your outfit. It seems freaking comfy. Yours is pretty cool. Smooth. Seems safe. It's and breathable. Found Barry Allen. No! What does that mean? How can this? Oh, wow. This should be impossible now. It should be impossible now? You don't know about the. Oh my god, don't do this to me. I don't know about the what. You okay? So, all right. So there it is. Uh, <laughs> it's, okay. it's very in- in confusing. And so that uh, anyway, finale that we revealed, but they sort of, in- it seemed to me like they're implying that they just killed off Ezra Miller's flash. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, well, let's have him say goodbye on the flash. You don't know that all the other earths are gone. Oh crap. And then he fades away. He's, he's dusted. <laughs> so, uh, it's just, it was, that was weird to me. And I, it's just a really bad script. Uh, it's, it just felt embarrassing to watch Ezra Miller, uh, like cheapen himself to this. And I like the flash TV show. Don't get me wrong to be clear. I'm a fan of the flash show. Uh, but I was not a fan of this clip at all. Uh, and I was just like, what is going on? Uh, so I, I got to fight. I would happily fight to say this was terrible, but Jody, since I, uh, I, I got first dibs last time, what do you, what is your opinion? Are you passionate either way on this? What did you think of that, uh, flash clip? 
Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Speak from the heart. <laughs> I, I I just seen it for the first time in its in, it's in in its entirety. So I'm my brain's processing. Are you giving me the choice to be pro or against this? Is yes. that what you're giving? Yes, me? you can yeah. decide which one you want to do. So I could choose to say how I like this and how I think this is a good thing. Yeah, is this good for Ezra Miller? I guess is the question. Or I could I could choose to say this is garbage and run with that. Correct. <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead and get that uh let me get that garbage. I'll take garbage <laughs> for 600, Mike. I'll take I'll garbage take for trash, 600, please. Alex. All right, I will argue that this is good for Ezra Miller and and Justice League and DC Flash and everything. Okay, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? I don't care. I can go whenever you want. Man, I'll go first, man. At the end of the day, this is an Ezra Miller Flash that nobody wants, nobody cares about, who doesn't even have his own film, who had a film that didn't have a film, who just got a film announced a couple of months ago, and that film still might not come out. Ezra Miller is a character that all of my friends and a lot of my subscribers have told me to give up on. Jody, stop it. I know that you are I know that you want him to have his own film, but stop it. And 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 I, I didn't understand why people didn't like it so much to the point where people wrote me letters. Dear Jody, I appreciate your optimism, but as a lifelong comic book reading flash Please stop making YouTube videos of why Ezra Miller should be Flash again. It hurts me and it breaks my heart and I can't continue on. I have this noose around my neck, but if you promise you won't make no more <laughs> Ezra Miller Flash videos, I'll take it off. It's that serious, bro. He is the most disliked character to play a superhero since Brie Larson. And that ain't good company to be in, bruh. I think this is trash because at the end of the day, you took that trash flash that no one wants and nobody cares about, and you paired him with a flash that might be even more trash because he's on the worst network to ever hit television. The CW. Not W, the CW. This network has some of the most cheesiest trash dialogue writing to the point where even if a DCEU character from films comes and joins and shares the scene with you, that trash flash still that trash destroyed flash. <laughs> that Grant Gustin flash from the CW. And they were being trashed together. It's like seeing two ex-girlfriends. It's like seeing an ex-girlfriend and an and a ex-boyfriend get together and the mates who moved on from them, who don't give a shit about them, are just looking at them. Oh, isn't that sweet? Y'all go ahead and live happily ever after. Because I got my dime piece over here and she got hers. So we moving on with our lives. At the end of the day, no one cares. And for this, it's something a bit like, let's just assume. Back when Dean Kane Superman was flying around ABC and shit. You know, that, that, that was a good show. I like that show. Imagine if Christopher Reeve himself in his costume from Superman 1978, had an episode with him, and they were flying together in shape. Bruh, I would have bust huge nuts, bruh. That shit would have been all over the news, all over newspapers. It would have been a comic book series talking about it. Only with these two characters can you bring and collide a TV and film for the first time, and nobody cares. In fact, we cringe. Well, all right. I mean that that you you clearly are not a fan. I'm just I'm opening up evidence to beat you. Uh, hold on, sorry. You clearly are not a fan, but I, I wanted to sort of point out. Well, you just said no one cares. 
And let's look at this trending on. Uh, let's talk days. a trending tonight. Seventy-two thousand tweets. Number one, entertain Ezra Miller and Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, so uh, pre-pubescent uh, teenagers. So I mean, CW. I mean, they're almost more, almost as much as the Dem debates happening right now. So I mean, look, the Flash. I mean, this is all over the trends right now. So I, I just will say, apparently, some people care. Uh, now, I, I made one billion. Now I let I me. <laughs> Now I will say, look, I, I'm with you. CW is, as someone in the comments did say rightfully, cringe watch is what CW should stay for. Uh, but the Flash, Flash is the diamond in the rough. And season one, even through season two, and then spots through the rest of the seasons, the Flash is a really beautifully done, strong show. It's gotten a little silly. I will admit that. But the first 10 episodes of Flash are fantastic. Really well done, and I do think that Grant Gustin is a pretty strong Flash, uh, and I think it works. Now, the movie, the show has just gotten silly because it's stuck on the CW, so I'll, I'll agree with that. But I, I, I got to defend my Flash because I think of all the shows, it's definitely the only one that still sort of works. It's the only one I still will make time for, uh, so don't completely trash the Flash. But now, back to Ezra Miller. Look, I think you got you to gotta give Ezra Miller some props. Like, he, he's a good actor. I think he was trying his best, but he was stuck in a movie that had no idea what it was doing, how its flash was going to be. And look, I think Ezra Miller got stuck in this trash can and was trying his best. There are some really fun moments between him and Bruce Wayne. Uh, I like the scene where he tries to race Henry Cavill. Uh, there are fun light, light moments that scene in Justice League where he's trying to he, like, you know, save one person. It is actually surprisingly probably some of the best parts of Justice League. So to say Ezra Miller is just trash based off of that, I can't agree with you there. Look, I don't, I don't know if I want to see Ezra Miller. I don't, I'm not going to defend him to death, but I do think he tried and he had an interesting take and there was something going on. It was just in a very bad movie. And so he what run, I run, bro, he could run. But so all I'm getting at is to see him still fighting, trying his best. Like, look, Aquaman's working. Wonder Woman, come on, please. And he's strapped. He's just, he's climbed by the seat of his pants. He's trying, like, give me a shot, guys. Give me a good flash. Please. Even Henry Cavill's trying to do it now. Like, please give me another good, good Superman. Don't throw me away. He's just trying to work, man. So you're kicking the working man down. And, and if anything, he just wrote himself, <laughs> he just wrote himself the most awesome out ever because now he can go either way. He's like, look, I know you guys hate me, so I'm going to go to that stupid CW network, and I'm just going to like get trending and be like, screw you, Warner Brothers. I'm not even going to get permission. I'm going to borrow a suit. I'm going to show up and do this dumb scene. Everyone's going to talk about it, and then I'm back in the news, and then I maybe I'll finally get that chance to make a movie, and if not, I got to be dusted out, and I gave myself an ending, and I gave a, a, a shout-out and a salute to The Flash, which is doing nine to five work every week delivering to the fans either way it's a win-win for him right so i think at the end of the day it is a win for the flash because there are fans of him that are like give him a shot and so he's trying his best to fight through and then he's like you know what i'm gonna make cringe tv the best cringe tv i can make i'm gonna defy all odds and i'm gonna go on that dumb show and i'm gonna show up and read their dumb script i'm gonna steal a costume warner brothers is gonna hate me but you know what f you warner brothers i'm the flash uh, i think it's pretty genius so, Heck no. Let me tell you what this dude just did. <laughs> he didn't know how to run. When his legs was moving around like noodles in that Justice League movie, I almost threw up. At <laughs> like the end noodles. of the day, this dude didn't have a sense of direction. He didn't know which way east and west and south was. What kind of flash is that, bro? I need uh, uh, friends. I'll join. I'll join. Sure. Uh, uh, uh. He was uh, uh, un uh, unsure of himself. Uh, uh unconfident, unreliable, geeky. He's nerd. a kid. I, I, don't, I don't I don't do well around blood. I I, I I can't be a hero. 
Batman. Tell me what to do. At the We're end of the meeting day, him. He's not. He hasn't been a hero he, forever. He is offending all the other actors who would have loved to put on that red suit and deliver a flash that the fans deserved. He's reading a script. He didn't write the script. What does reading the script got to do with how derpy you running? Why do you have to he run derp like run? You're little Debbie? Did he, did he not derp run? I guess a little bit of derp <laughs> run, but still, that I mean, was weird. I was more annoyed by all the lightning. It was so much lightning. It was like, how are you ever going to be like slick? And when every time in the room, someone, he needs to disappear. There's massive lightning bolts. Like at least like the flash is supposed to be like, boop. I went, I left, but no, it's like that flash. He's like, oh, what? I disappeared. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't. You just <laughs> made a huge thunderstorm in my room. What was the name of that guy from in living color? Never underestimate the powers of the handicap. What was his name? Oh my God! Yeah, wow, uh, Damon Wayans. Uh... <laughs> that's like, that's like Superman. It, it's, uh, like it, him. I think it was like uh, handicapable or something like that. <laughs> it... <laughs> the handicapped man from Living Color. It's like Superman flying crooked and sheet like this sideways. Eh, eh. Nah, bro. <laughs> if you go, if you're gonna be a flyer, you best learn how to. You better at least one thing: get the flying straight. If you're gonna be a runner, you better get your stride right. I'm looking up the Flash derp run just to make sure. Is that? Will oh, it, you're, oh, it's gonna make you. It's it's terrible. Uh, Ezra Miller, all the running scenes. Here we go. All right, let's let's. It, it's terrible. Let's watch this. Let's turn off the ball. The way he his, he was, it's like he was throwing destructo discs with the way he was running. By the way, you were quoting uh, Handyman. Handyman, the, that's that, what it was. Handyman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember him actually full body running because it's always so oh, close. Oh, you'll up. see the full body running. Yeah, the lighting. I, actually, Wait. I think it's on uh, the Superman fight scene. Oh, there, oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. He is really like, why is he flailing his <laughs> arms around so much? It's like he's I never swimming. really watched that closely. <laughs> it it, it looks like he swims more than he runs, honestly. Uh, yeah, it, shows right. a, it shows a close-up on him. I forgot what scene it was. Oh, but wow. Yeah, he really is derpy bad. running. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you can't run, I mean, Flash, you can't run them arms flailing around oh, like that. Oh, he is. That is. That looks pretty bad. What is with the suit, too? Uh, all right, look, I, I, I tried my best. Audience, go ahead and vote. Uh, Adon, you can chime in. I, I didn't I didn't notice the running, so you win there. It is a bad run, and the Flash really does need to know how to run. <laughs> uh, that's pretty embarrassing. I'm sorry, mm. Ezra. I tried my best. I, look, still, I think he's trying. He's just a man trying to get a job, right? He's just trying to make a buck. And I like that he's sort of like, F you, Warner Brothers. You don't want to make my movie? I'll show up on your TV show that you never want to endorse. That's way better than your movies. Oh! That's what he's thinking, right? So uh, that's my argument. All I mean, right. I, I can say this is kind of good for Grant in the sense that people wanted him to be in the Flash, uh, uh, to bring him as the Flash for the Justice League movie. And then, of course, now they brought Ezra, and they're like, "Oh, they just erased Ezra. Maybe they can bring him in for the new movies for the uh, the Justice Leagues and so forth." So it'd be cool for that. But other than that, no. Yeah, well, I'm curious. <laughs> the, scene, the scene's also confusing. Like, did they kill him? And why is Flash? Why is Barry Allen on CW Flash so like? What are you doing here? Like, he knows him. Like, is yeah. that like? Is he seeing like the movie Flash in front of him and getting confused? And then what? it's really the Flash. I, I don't even understand what they're trying to like. Where the confusion comes from? Because how yeah. would he even know who that is? I, like, I, I, it's, 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 a it's a call to the future, man. Ooh. They're about to do Flashpoint. In his film, and I always I, could that I, if they did just put them together, would that be good or bad? Let's just put it this way: it's good. How's it? Barry always gives his identity away. He does. Like, I'm Barry Allen. He says like, it to Eric. Like, Don't wear the mask. Even, he, he didn't even see him like move around super fast or anything like that. He just goes, "Oh, Barry Allen," and I'm like, "Really? 
You they just, both did it. Just too. Meta. <laughs> They're both idiots. And then uh, they make it so that Ezra doesn't know who the Flash is too. That he's like, "What's your name?" It's like, "I'm the Flash." He's like, "What?" You've, does who? he call himself the Flash in Justice League? I don't think he does. That's why. That's why. Oh, I think it felt like he was running into Justice League Flash. He's like, "Oh my God, I saw your bad movie. You're the derp runner." What <laughs> are you Wayne calls here? him the Flash. He says, "You're the Flash," and he's like, "Yeah." In Justice League. In in Justice League. He threw the batarang and he said, "So you're the Flash." Ah, uh, they're right. Yeah. Okay, so so they established. Yeah. That I like this fun. even less then, because yeah. then he doesn't. Even, <laughs> he still doesn't get it. Yeah. Well, Jody, you won this one hands down. <laughs> so there you go. Or even uh, I will take that L all the way. No, no worries. Thank you for the fight, though. Thank you for all for coming. Thank you. Good fight. Good, good fight. Bro. All right, let's good do one more speed round. If you guys have any comments, now's the time. If you want, as you want to talk about or rant about, hit it down below. Uh, send it over. Your support, all that jazz. Um, and if you're watching right now and you like what you watch, I see, you know, there's more of you that are like, that are, that haven't liked. So go smash the like button. Let's get this engaged, uh, and get ready to join us tomorrow night and Thursday night for, for a, a standard nerd wars. All right. So I got a Blu-ray battle here. Are you ready? Uh, Jody, I yeah, got I'm ready. speaking, keeping it with the theme of the flash. I got two justice league characters. He's a justice league member. Technically unofficially. Yes. Yeah. Um, we got to pick one. <coughs> we got Shazam and we got Aquaman. What do you I like better? Love, I would love to have Aquaman. It's yours. Will you hold it for him? Oh, wait. Oh, do that amazing. Yes. And I, I will Aquaman argue Shazam. Ba -ba 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 Bam! One of which Woo! one of which we make, one of which we uh, have to lose. All right. So you want to start or, or go second? Uh, so I'm pro Aquaman, yeah? Yeah, you're yeah. pro Aquaman. So this is basically you're which, anti -Shazam. One Shazam. You, which one gets eliminated or what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which one do, we, do you buy and which one then gets eliminated from existence? Okay. So I'm going to buy Aquaman and that means that Shazam would get eliminated from existence. Good, 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 good. Yeah. You want to go All first right, or so second? I'm buying Shazam because I'm buying Aquaman because Aquaman did a heck of a lot more than anyone ever thought he would be able to do. When it made that $1.1 billion, even I couldn't, I couldn't even believe it. After Wonder Woman made her success and kind of changed the way people were looking at the DCEU, everybody was like, oh, well, it's just Wonder Woman. It's only, it ain't change anything. It's not like they're going to just look at Wonder Woman and make changes and make it better. Well, that's exactly what uh, James Wan did with Aquaman. When Aquaman came out, it, it was so much doubters around it. First of all, you had Jason Momoa, someone who looks nothing like Aquaman, this woohoo, yahoo, broster, where people were like, yo, that's not my Aquaman. Still convinced the fans, came out with a fantastic film. We're talking about a nice ensemble cast. The douchebag Amber Heard, you had William Defoe, <laughs> you had <laughs> you had my, my, my girl uh uh John Blanks on her on her on her beauty. I met her, I met her, I met her. Help me. Tom Cruise's ex ex girlfriend. Help me. Nicole Kidman? Uh, Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman yeah. She's, I don't know why I'm helping God. you, but okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Patrick Patrick uh was yeah, it Patrick, Patrick Wilson? Wilson. Patrick Wilson was in there. Yeah, all these uh, all these memorable uh, cast members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I must break you. Dolph Lundgren, he was in there. Everybody had they had the roles and they they they, they gave attention, they gave respect, and they delivered, bro. That underwater scene with them CGI hairs and shit, that Atlantis looked beautiful, bro. It's one of the most beautiful superhero movies ever made. It's up there with like Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that. It's beautiful, man. It took the world. And the most important thing why it's great is it took the world from being negative on Aquaman. Like, at the end of the day, people were like, Aquaman, he's the fish guy of the Justice League. No one cares about Aquaman. He's the joke. Man, this fool Jason Momoa turned that whole entire stigma and flipped that status quo and made Aquaman cool again. And for that, I'll forever be grateful and respect it because he's helping push the DCU forward and it made that billion dollars. And now we're looking to the future and it helped bring light to a very dark DCEU. 
All right, fair enough. Look, I'll 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 grant I'll give you that Jason Momoa made Aquaman cooler. That's fair. I don't think he made a good movie though. It's a very generic, cheesy, stupid movie. Uh, Shazam is a much better movie. Better arc, better character, uh, better acting. Uh, every it gets actually scary at certain points uh, with those monsters and stuff. And then it gives this really fun twist at the end. Spoiler alert! Uh, where I, what's the, I don't I don't know what they're called. Who's the fam? The family does has a name, right? The team. Shazam uh, family. Uh, the Shazam family. The Shazam family reveal. Remember the Shazam family? Okay. Well, I, don't know what I don't know what they're called, uh, well, but they, I know it's his brothers and sisters, yeah. his adopted brothers and sisters. I don't even know if they'd called it a name in the thing, but I know it's a comic, as I'm saying. But seeing them come together and, and create their their heroes was just such a fun finale. That I, I didn't actually see it coming um, and made it much more better. Plus, I'm so much more excited to see Black Adam and The Rock and the sequels of this than I am of Aquaman. Because, look, here's the problem with Aquaman. Aquaman will always forever be connected to Justice League. No matter what you want to say, he is. And so it's confusing. He's stuck in a world that makes no sense. And I don't want to see him with... Uh, cyborg and the Flash and Derp Runner. I don't want to see him back in there. And so it's the problem with the Aquaman is like, it was okay. It was fine. But it's stuck in this sort of neighborhood that I don't want to go back in. And so I think it sucks for Momoa, but Amber Heard sucked. Willem Dafoe's okay. Patrick Wilson's okay. They're all trying their best. And, I, and it, granted, I thought I would love this crab army versus the seahorse thing. Like, in the, I'm like, break, get injected in my veins. I thought this would be so awesome. But I ended up just getting so bored. I was just like, oh, this is a mess. What are they doing? Why? Uh, I couldn't. I, it's just such a train wreck of a, where are all the, how, how is all of this in the ocean? I have okay. asked so many freaking questions. I'm like, this isn't a real, this can't be a real thing. Uh, and so while I will see that, I, you didn't even come, I'm not going to give you the prop of uh, Black Manta was okay. I did like, but then I was also like, get over it already. Like you're, you're, it's just like, he's, he's just, it, it was too much. But anyway, Aquaman cool. Movie not as good. Shazam really uh, with Jaiman Hunsu uh, and uh, the the, da- the dad who's not famous. I don't know his name, but he was fantastic. The stepdad and the stepmom. He was on Walking Dead. Uh, such a great casting and not big names, but become like I- iconic in the role. Uh, and then Jaiman Hunsu, like I said, uh, and uh, 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 Mark Strong as the bad guy. Uh, it's a really it's it, it scary bad guy. And I like the sort of he's he never got to be he got rejected and didn't get to do it, so he comes after it. And then you got Zach Levi, who I traditionally don't like, but he totally sold me playing this kid character who's a complete selfish prick who does no, is just a kid. Um, his arc of learning the way was much better. What did Aquaman learn? Oh, I got to protect the ocean. I'm, to I'm be a mis- superhero. To be I'm misbuilt Superman. All the seven tribes. And I've been ignoring it for my whole life, and now I'm going to do it because I have to. I don't know. He's, he's talking about giving up like you were complaining got about. done. He just barely. He I mean, united the whole ocean at the end. He was a superhero. He became epic. And in that scene where he got that trident and he came out of that water looking all buff and glistening, I, I felt tingles. <laughs> well, I felt like excited and happy when Shazam finally saves the day and beats all the bad guys and saves the world uh, with oh, his family, his uh, adopted family, which is like, yes pro-adoption, save kids out there that need homes. What a beautiful message. What message are we learning in Aquaman? 
That little prick kept running from his family to find his meth head mom in a in a ditch somewhere in a in a in a in a Jordan down project who didn't even want him at the end of the day. Yeah, that he was, was heartbreaking. His family in all of his homes throughout the entire film. So he's making that the freaking foster carers look bad. He's the worst freaking no, counterpart. That, not, oh, wow, have you ever been to? I mean, those killed ch children are so troubled. It was realistic. It was. Gritty. I've had many ex girlfriends who lived in foster homes and they stole my Chirp i90s and they stole my beepers. I know what it's like. Right, but, but that, at the you, end of the you, day, you, that I can't tell if you're. Joking? No, 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 no. You go to that Shazam film? No, it's time for me to fire that shit. I just tried to be pro Aquaman, but now you're going to make me flame that movie. Shazam is a garbage film because it's trying to be an MCU movie and doesn't even succeed at that, Jack. Zachary Levy has the most punchable douchebag face <laughs> because he's such a trash actor. This man child in this derpy Ronald. You want to talk about man child? Suit. How about that freaking body uh, suit? How about that Momoa is literally known for being on set of like ripping the pages out of books of his actors? At the end of the day, Talk about a big, Moore huge, real, real life prick. Jason Momoa got real muscles. Zachary Levy got a bodysuit, bro. That clown bodysuit with the gel pad cooling inside of it and that hollow trash looking costume. He looked like he got a cape from his grandma's drapes, bro. That cape and hood is trash. At the end of the day, the freaking Depth Seven Deadly Sins were trash. They show one good scene where they beat the shit out of his father and that was it. That freaking movie was a freaking CGI fest that didn't live up to the hype. How you make a flying movie with a flying hero and a flying villain and they don't really fly that much? They totally he did. And, that, and the, the scene you... was the movie only made $300 million on a $200 million budget. It was a flop. How uh, you're talking about how Shazam's trying to be an MCU movie. How is Aquaman not world building the same way? It totally is. And it's part of Justice League. It's it's a it's Thor the Dark World is what Aquaman is. It's a mediocre MCU spin-off movie that doesn't devote anything. What's the sequel? I don't know. Oh, let's make the trench because that was more interesting than Aquaman was. Let's be honest. Oh wait, Shazam, let's build your best villain, The Rock, so we can do a team up and actually have three movies, so then you guys go head to head. This is a franchise a that's dying that to be made. Shazam will not be in Black Adam. That man child doesn't belong sitting in the same screen with the rock he's gonna look like a cuck he is he is not. a child they the character is a child you. look they that's a child put zachary levy next to the rock a real man in a real suit who don't need body oh you don't think it's all Dwayne, baby you don't think rock the producer of this movie that made bank isn't going to show up and support Zach Levi to make more money and more bank. Uh, no, I the Rock the follows money more than he does Superman. cheat meals. Man, he's a knockoff Superman. <laughs> Uh-oh. He got so pissed. Look at that guy. Look at the frozen. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Boom, boom. He got so upset, the Skype just, just cut him off. <laughs> Uh, well, there. I guess I guess Jody's done. Uh, commenters, what do you think down below? That I'll I'll let Jody have the final word there with his with his uh, expletive pause. Jody, good job there. <laughs> You're <funny rant. laughs> Uh, audience, vote for Jody or for me down in the comments below. I'm trying to see if he will uh, come back in. Uh, let's see. Does he? Uh, I don't know what happened there. It should still show up. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> what do you think, guys, down below? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm calling him again. Let's see if he picks up. Uh, but that would be, let's start the vote. Who won it? That was a lot tougher, I think. What do you think, Adon? Boom. I'm calling. I don't know if he'll pick up. Uh, Adon, any thoughts on that? I saw a couple of super chats. Sorry, I want to make sure I go yeah, through it. Yeah, uh, Bunda, Jody, getting those, th getting those foster care G girlfriends. Uh, Jody getting those foster care girlfriends. I like that. Uh, hold on, let me shut that off. But for Bunda says, getting those, getting those, uh, there we go. 
Uh, no, he's recording he's, a he's voice on message. call. All right. Well, we got his, his message. Hopefully, I'll, I'll bring him back in a second. Uh, there was another one, wasn't there? Oh, here we go. Uh, Man of Steel was greater than all of the rest of the DCU. I concur uh, pretty much. Um, and then uh, the controversy. What's up, Ian? We got to get you on. Uh, I hated that. When I hated that. What is a brunch line from The Flash? Uh, I hated that. What is brunch line from the? F- I don't get it. That's when you were doing the. I hate it. Oh, the br- Oh, what is brunch from Justice League? Yes. Yeah. That was a. What is brunch? You're right. It was. It was cheesy. That was sort of how that movie worked. It was. It was rather cheesy. All right. Let's see how these uh, votes come in. Uh, Jody with the freeze frame for the win. Uh, Andy <laughs> both made good comments. Jody. Jody won. Jody based on this. Uh, the Rock got Jody. Uh, Aquaman is better than Phil. Looks like uh, and there's a few of me's, but Jody. Jody's audience clearly pulling for Jody Joe. He went and won. Uh, Elko, thank you. I see you. This debate is lava. Dwayne, the producer, Johnson. It's true. Uh, a lot of stuff. It's Dwayne's baby. Uh, that freeze frame is thumb worthy. I agree. I'm going to have to pull that. Uh, and uh, that was, there's a lot of stuff. So, oh, wait, but so I got some votes here coming in at the end. Uh, but yeah, I think ultimately it looks like, what do you think, Don? Sounds like, what do you, what do you say? You got, a, you got an opinion? Um, Honestly, I'm going to go, as far as the film goes, I'm going to go with Aquaman. As the better film? As the better film. Yeah, why do you like it better? Um, in regards to it, like, Shazam's good in, in his aspects in, in regards to that, but cinematic, it, it's more pretty. The film, it, is, it is pretty. I was cheating that a little bit. Yeah, no, no, it is more... Uh, more put together like i could see where they put the money into it and the graphics there are some holes into in the film but jody summed it up perfectly like it made aquaman cool again it, that is and, absolutely and, true and that's the a very hard statement to follow <laughs> yes. like those fans that like in the comic world like that love aquaman they're diehard aquaman fans and there there's a valid reason for it but for the general public People do not like Aquaman. No, it's true. And and to like say I'm gonna be Aquaman and come out and make him look great, that's a hard statement to. Uh, it was like making Thor through. because doing Thor and Asgard and all that was also tough. So I, yeah. I do think it's similar to Thor in a way, um, Aquaman and Thor. But Aquaman's way sillier into underwater. Yeah. So I still don't understand how all that made sense. No, and uh, I and, and this is funny because he's, I do enjoy back. Shazam. Are you? But, like, did the what? power go out? The whole. The whole neighborhood is out of power, bro. <laughs> you, you calling on yourself, bro? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Uh, hey, they didn't want me to win this debate. They, they shut the whole neighborhood down. The whole neighborhood is black. God dang, Zachary Levi came and blew my power out, Hey, man. turn your phone sideways. Say it, which is funny. That he does have go. lightning powers. He does have lightning powers. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a candle out. A lot, I can't hear him, but he's got a candle. Well, there he is. Jo- Jody's calling in from his cell phone at the end of the day. Bravo, sir. Nice work. Uh, <laughs> I can't hear a word he's saying, but I, he's there. He's shown his love. Wait, say it one more time. The whole neighborhood is out of power. The whole neighborhood <laughs> is blacked out. Zachary Levy flew by and put me in stuff. That, that, that would happen in a real life if we had these uh, heroes. It would happen all the time. Aziz Ansari did a really funny, funnier die video way back with Batman about like sort of how he Batman destroys his car. It's worth checking out. All right. Anyway, Jody, thank you for calling back. We were wrapping up anyway. Everybody go show Jody's corner some love. I will be there tomorrow uh, on Jody's corner. So be sure to subscribe. I'll have it here at the end and stuff to subscribe to him and check out. We're going to make a playlist. You can check out all of our videos make sure you don't miss them. Uh, So stay tuned. I'm excited to go debut yin versus yang. Anything you want to plug for tomorrow? Anything you want to say or excited about? He hung up. I will say this. He was already, he's like, I got some killer graphics. I'm so excited. He's got a whole bunch of stuff brewing. So stay tuned for, 
for Ying versus Yang, uh, Ying and Yang tomorrow on Jody's Corner. Uh, it's going to be probably uh, around like uh, nine, probably ten p.m. Eastern because I'm coming from a movie, Bad Boys, which I think is like two hours, over two hours. Yeah, probably. Uh, so stay tuned. I'll, I'll make sure I tweet him with a heads up once I know the running time, uh, and then I'll make sure we're there. Uh, but there you go. Thank you, Joey's Corner, and thank you, Adon. Up oh, there, you thank you, Adon, for coming as always. Check out Nerd Tots on YouTube. And uh, that's what we got. So that's Nerd Wars one-on-one. Uh, hit me up on social media if you got any comments or suggestions. I'm still working out this sort of format. But coming up, we have this every Tuesday. We're going to have Jody uh, doing one-on-one debates, talking about the news, having one conversation with you. And then Thursday will be the Nerd Wars you've come to love. Uh, special guest. It was just too hard to book. I just didn't have enough time to, in the day to book all of them all the time twice a week. Uh, so this was a great way to have Jody and I just always be here for you. And I can rely on that less work. Uh, and then Thursday, I can put the work to give you some awesome guest, special guests and stuff. So stay tuned Thursday, Wednesday, Jody's Corner. And a lot of you have been asking about Hugging the Cactus. I will have some news soon, finishing up the, the pilot and a couple other episodes that I wanted to bang before we go. Uh, so that's coming soon, too. I'll be announcing that in a future show. So stay tuned. Thanks so much. If you haven't watched the Star Wars one, go show that one some love. I want to get that some attention. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Subscribe, join, engage, smash that like button, and thank you so much for watching with me tonight. Have an awesome night, everybody. And go check out Crisis. I'm going to go watch Crisis Infinity Earths. I want to see how oh, the yeah. hell that set up. That seemed crazy. Uh, there you go. Bye, everybody. Thanks.